then suddenly, to my surprise, he did the mash. Hey, he, he did, did the monster mash. The monster mash. Megan, turn that down. Ah, boo. We. Nice one. <laughs> we have a podcast to do. Don't you remember? That's right. It's Screw the Ingenue. Halloween edition. Episode nine. Nine. Oh, my God, I, guys. I honestly am just, like, out of control. It's We've done so many now that it's kind of like, well, what number are we on? It's very true. So, um, guys... It's going to be Friday, which is basically, like, Happy Halloween. It's Halloween. If you know what that's from, please let us know that you know, because that's that's like a gem. I've been singing that nonstop since <laughs> October 1st. It's Halloween. Um, no, but you know what? Halloween has to be one of my favorite holidays. Yeah. What about you? Is that one of your favorites? If it's not, just get out now. <laughs> Excuse me. I got to get out of my car. Uh, No, I would say it is my favorite. Uh, Christmas uh, was always a disappointment when I was younger. Um, Just because of, not because of like presents. I'm not a greedy bitch. Uh It was basically because like family disappointments. (laughs) Which is almost more depressing. It's Halloween. (laughs) Um, But like Halloween has never disappointed. It's always like the funnest time. And it's like the change of the weather. Uh Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like all spooky bitches. You know what I mean? Like Spooky bitches season. Yeah. So I like Halloween is like as an adult now my favorite holiday. You know, my birthday is <sighs> the 26th and it's that's on Monday. So of course Halloween is going to be like the best day of the year <laughs> because it's like because it's prepar- like all you freaks come out and play. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> no, but um do you know how Halloween started? what the whole tradition behind it was. Give me a history lesson, Delaney Okay, Corbett. so um, I found this. So, obviously, it's celebrated October 31st. Yep. And this year, it's going to occur on a Saturday. And I believe it's like an extra hour or something we get. Yeah, because um, it's a uh, fall thing. back. Yeah. A fall thing. back. Hello. My okay, favorite so day of the year. their tradition originated with ancient, I don't know if it's Celtic or Celtic, Celtic. Or whatever you prefer. Okay. Festival of So Win. Yep. That's what it's. Oh, you know this? Yes, but I'm letting you oh, be the okay, history okay. teller. Oh, okay. So, um, it is a pagan religious festival. Yes. Okay. And it is uh, celebrated, obviously, October 31st, November 1st, to welcome in the harvest and usher in the dark half of the year. And they believe that in that day, mm-hmm. the barriers between the physical world and the spirit world, ooh, break down during Samhain. So basically, it's like Halloween Town. Uh, yeah, ex- uh, yeah, exactly. See, look at that. And it's allowing more interaction between humans and ooh, spooky creatures. Wow, isn't that kind of fun? It's such a fun time to be alive. Yeah, I mean, well, sure, right now I'm Fine, we're little... dead. When I'm dead, then I'll be like, Halloween's the best because I get to hang out with all my bitches. Uh, oh, God, they're all dead. Okay. Yeah, well, okay. Okay. So, um, we love Halloween, and so we decided to do, for our podcast, we yep. wanted to watch three spooky-ish musicals. Yeah. And so, what better way to start off the Halloween season and with this podcast shows. with 
Rocky Horror Picture Show. Right. And mm-hmm. listen, guys, picking these three musicals was very hard. There <laughs> are a lot of spooky, uh, there's a lot of spooky shows out there. Yes, there is. We even attempted to try and oh, watch uh, a play instead of a musical. <laughs> Delaney, you want to tell everyone how that went? Okay, so I told Megan, like, let's think of some ideas. And I was like, you know what? Why don't we do a play? Like, we never do that. And so I was like, that'd be fun. She's like, okay, which one? So I'm already forgetting the title. It's Lady either, in the It's dark. Lady in Black. <laughs> Lady in the Black. No, Lady in the Black. It's the Lady in Black or the Woman in Black. Yeah. It's a woman. It's a person in, in black. black. <laughs> a female in black. And I was like, that. That's I've heard of that play. It seems spooky. And there was a movie with uh, Harry Did, Potter. Daniel Radcliffe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so really great. So we find two different versions on YouTube. Um, both community theater productions. We won't call anyone out. Oh my god, guys! Um, but it was <clears throat> wow, awful. Uh, we couldn't. We were we like, could, we couldn't. Let's like look. Let's uh, last for fifteen more minutes, and uh, you know, we lasted five more minutes. Uh, it was. It was just not. It was a, so boring. And I couldn't tell you if it was like because like the thing is, I think it was because it was adapted from a novel into a play. Right. So sometimes people get bogged down with narration, and my god, like. Uh, it was. It was. That's all it was. So we scrapped that idea. We scrapped it fast, <laughs> and we we're like, "All right, we gotta think of something." Rocky else. Horror, though, was always on our list of yes, shows to talk about. And why? Why do you think that is? Okay, so for me, Rocky Horror has always been just this like celebration of people that are like different. Yeah. Right. Right. And like specifically, we're gonna go more in depth, but specifically the LGBTQ yes, community, yes. like. Every year they call it, I think, what is like the the movie show or movie the picture show. Picture? No, there's something else. No. I forget it. Um. Anyways, but it's like the first Saturday, the last Saturday of the. I said Halloween or October. Every month or something. Anyways, people go out. They all dress up as the characters. They get all freaky, and they go and watch it around midnight and they have the best times of their yeah, lives. Yeah, and it's and like a lot of times when you go and it's your first time, they'll draw a V on your forehead right. indicating that you're the virgin. Right. And, um, and they, yeah, they make you do stuff. <laughs> they make and, you do stuff. And it's like you dress up and it's this whole big thing and it's like yeah. the great part about it I think that is like really fun is like when they play the movie there's you have like there's a monologue the the audience and the the show right. have a dialogue going mm-hmm. on between where the audience will heckle yes. the show while it's happening yes exactly so you know it's not like oh it's set during halloween or anything but no. it's kind of just like the celebration of freaks freaks and you know what that is also That's halloween right. <laughs> so we're like you know what We'll, we'll do that. Okay, so to give some, like, little facts. I know you all love the little facts. <laughs> we love some facts. So the Rocky Horror Picture Show was in 1975. Did you know that it was actually based off a stage show, the movie? Oh, no. no I, I thought it was the movie and then... And then they made it into right. a stage show. So No, but the actual show was first in 73, and then they made the movie. No idea. You learn something new every day. <laughs> but it was, let's see, it was directed by Jim Sharman, and the screenplay was written by Sharman and Richard O'Brien, Boom. who was also in the movie Riff Raff. Yep. If you didn't know that. Okay, Megan didn't know that. Oh, my God. So the production is a parody tribute to the science fiction and horror B movies of the 1930s, right? It stars some of favorites, Tim Curry. Oh, God. Tim on. Curry, though, will always be, like... So iconic yep, in this role. Specifically in that role, I have to point out um, my mom saying when she first saw this movie, oh. she was so sexually confused when she <laughs> watched Tim Curry and in his rightfully outfit. so. I mean, I think everyone is a little bit, whether you know whatever uh, sexuality you prefer. So you know, um, 
It's 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 a it's a good time watching. Yeah. Uh, Barry Boswick, yes. Susan Sarandon. Love it. They're all in that. Damn it, Janet. Damn it, Janet. Obviously, this movie flopped, right? Yep. They came out. And Meatloaf I, was in it. Did you say that? Meatloaf was in it also <laughs> as Eddie, in case you also didn't know that. Do you want to add any more nope, cast that's members? The one no, that I was really, you good there? Yep, I'm good. <laughs> so, obviously, the movie flopped. I think when it first came out, it was just too strange for people. Yeah, I don't think people right? knew what to do with it. Right, exactly. Like, I think when you first see it, you're like, wow, this is really out there and, yeah. like, advanced for this time period. <laughs> I, I mean, I think. And then, of course, it's a musical, so yeah. it's all, like, campy, and it's... It really is. It's just good, out though. there. <laughs> it is good. So, I uh, found some funny facts. So first, yeah. the whole call like call and response type of yeah. thing in the movie was actually started in New York City. Yeah. And so this was on Wikipedia. But basically, they said I don't know if this is true. It sounds funny that this shy school teacher was the first person to start it by yelling, um, "Get an umbrella, you cheap bitch!" to <laughs> Janet during the the rain scene in the beginning. And then all the friends, his friends, they would come back and they would just do this constantly. And they started this whole That's thing so basically. Funny. And then obviously it came to San Francisco yep. and the Tenderloin and then it happened in Los Angeles and it just started this cult like, phenomenon. That's hilarious that that's how it started. Yeah. And it's now a thing and honestly it's just forever going to be a thing. Heck yes. And even it's like it's not even like just if you go see the movie at midnight kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like if you watch a live production of it of someone doing they will yell, they will heckle yeah. you. You yeah. know what I mean? And you as an actor have to like like be able to be handle that like you just know it's gonna happen yeah and also well the person who plays the narrator always yeah. like i think has a sort of interaction with them because yeah. like you know we were watching uh it was in the uk yeah. it's like a special um like tribute concert show yeah and uh of course audience members were heckling and stuff like that mm-hmm. and it's funny because like we said, when you're in the show, it's almost like breaking the fourth wall because it's kind of, you're like cheeky with the audience. Yeah. And you're like, you know, this is coming. You kind of laugh a little bit. And, and the actors it's all have part to know how, how long to pause for, for yeah. them to like, l- exactly. before they can continue on with their the story. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, so yeah, I think it's just a really great show. And did you ever hear, did you ever see the thing where a critic wrote that like, because um, they were saying that like, Everyone was saying, oh, we've watched it a hundred times because it did become a cult classic, yeah. a favorite and stuff like that. And that everyone was like, oh, yeah, when it was in theaters, I watched it a hundred times. Mm-hmm. And this critic was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> They're like, it flopped when it first came yeah. out and ticket sales were not good and stuff right. like that. And so he's like, even people who claim to have seen it a hundred times in theaters, like maybe after when it right. got really popular. But when it first came out, like, no, you did yeah. not. Yeah, and I think it's funny, like, how I mentioned, like, it is for the freaks. You're not going to... You literally are not going to find just, like, your average Joe there. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it takes... It's specific type of people that love yeah. the show, and I think that's what makes it even better. It is, and it's so... Like, if you've... I think it's something to be experienced at least once in your yeah. life to go and dress up and be a part of that whole, yeah. like, craze. It's really a fun time. It's a good time. Okay, so... uh do we want to do a little question? Yeah. Oh, so, I'm so excited. Okay. I'm, I'm really excited. Guys, you know that we love questions. You know that we love getting weird with the questions. We, we're, we think weird. they're weird, at least. Um, <laughs> I mean, that might be very normal to other I people. I don't think that they're normal to other people. It's okay. Um, okay. So, let's start with the little scenario game. Well, you got half. Okay. Do you want to start with that? You go with that, Megan? Yep. Okay. So, uh, we thought, guys, we were going to take two characters, and we were like... 
this or that, right? Okay. So would Megan, you rather? Would you, yeah, sure. Let's let's name it. Let's that. name it. All right. So I'm gonna go first, and I'm gonna give you my questions. Okay. Ready. I'm ready. Okay. Ready, Freddy. And I try to make them kind of like creepy because it's Halloween and oh, it's that's Halloween. Good. I'm just gonna sing that oh, for the Jesus whole show. You good over there, Megan? Yep, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's your two questions. I'm ready. And you just have to like really think about them. Okay. 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 First scenario. I'm ready. Would you rather spend the night uh-huh. and have to explore Eastern State Penitentiary in Philadelphia? With... Wait, okay, stop. Repeat that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this guy's walking by our window. <laughs> Sorry, I'm scared. He it's got in out like us. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Continue. Would you rather spend the night uh-huh. and ex- and explore? You have to go around with sh- flashlights in the middle of the night. Like you know, you in can't one stay room. in a jail cell. You have to leave the room. I'm not stay in a jail cell. You have to okay. leave the room. No one else is there with, except Brad. Uh, Brad's there with you. Okay, Brad. Not a good. Eastern State <laughs> Penitentiary. Do you know about Eastern State? It's haunted as fuck. Yeah, it's like one of the most haunted prisons. Yeah. Okay, so it is filled with shit. Went spirits. down there. It's filled with spirits and angry uh, cell members. Okay. Cell numbers. Um, inmates. Inmates. <laughs> that's what them say on the streets, though. Cell numbers. Um, so that's your first scenario, okay? And remember, Br- Brad's kind of a nervous man. Oh, God. He's not a good protector. He's tall, but he's nervous. So he's going to not... He's not always tall. Where did you get that he was tall? I always imagine it was like Barry Boswick's size. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continue. He's like sometimes tall. All right, so that's your first scenario. So really okay. just like think about that, okay? Okay. Explore, stay with Brad in that place. Yeah. Great. You have to stay the full night. Okay. Till, till, till dawn. Okay. Okay. Or uh-huh. Frankenfurter comes by your house. Uh-huh. And he's like, hey, I'm taking you to um, the French Quarter in New Orleans. And we're going to a masked party. You have to wear, like, a gown and a mask. And honestly, things could get a little freaky there. I, you don't know what's going to happen. But you have to go there. Okay. So, can so I pick? you can pick now. This yeah. is an easy decision. I'm going to go with Frankenfurter down it. to that fucking masquerade. But I was afraid. I was like, okay, there might be some crazy shit going down. But you're okay with that, it seems. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Oh, okay. Well, I'm <laughs> going to tell Brad that you hate him. I'm sorry, Brad. I would... Would anybody like to spend a night with Brad? Yeah, no. Like, I mean, the Frankenfurter was definitely fun. It's definitely, it was, it was the, definitely a better it's the way to go. It's the way to go, guys. Okay. All right. How would you answer that? Would you say Frank, right? I, yeah. I yeah. There's no Frank. way. There's no way. There's no way. Um, okay, so mine. Okay. So mine's not as spooky as Delaney's. It's okay. It's real life All right. with these characters that in it. That sounds good. Would you rather take Frankenfurter with you on a family trip to Disneyland? <laughs> you guys get it on and have what? sex on the Peter Pan ride. What? To the point... That it's noticed by other guests and they have to <laughs> stop the ride. Oh, wow. Because, you know, that can't be happening in the magical kingdom. It's a Peter Pan, okay. Right? Okay. And you are then forever banned from the Peter Pan ride <laughs> for having sex on the ride. And your grandma knows, your mom knows, everybody knows that you guys were getting it on, on Peter um, Pan, right? <laughs> or, okay. Would you rather, you're, you have to go to a business trip. Okay. To South Korea. Okay. And, you know, it's going to be, like, a lot of, like, waiting around and stuff like that. So you decide sure. to, like, make it a trip. And you're going to bring your little new boy toy, Rocky. <laughs> right? Okay. And so, like, but, like, so Rocky's, like, pretty hot, right? Is he always and, just in a Speedo? Yeah. 
Definitely. Got it. And so it's already kind of interesting because he's like, who's this weird guy (laughs) coming with you on a business trip? But then it ends up getting to the point where you guys end up having sex in the elevator. And when it opens, there's your boss and the Korean clients that you're coming to meet. Oh. You don't get fired. Oh, okay. But it is like a awkward moment of like, now I have to do business with these people that just saw me having (laughs) sex with this man in a Speedo. Yeah. Okay. So tell me what you choose. Okay. (laughs) And I, wait, you said I'm not banned from Disneyland, right? Just banned Just from the Peter ride? Just Peter Pan ride. Yep. <laughs> Interesting the Peter choice. Pan ride is so good. It is good. It is a good one. Okay, so um, I am uh, not into, like, voyeurism, so I don't like Peter Pan, that scenario, exactly. Okay, because you know what I'm people saying? are... Right, like, yeah. and the Rocky one... But you're also in an I elevator. I know, I know, which is, but it's also still, like, no one else is in the elevator. Okay. So it's more private, okay, right? You think sure. that no one else. Out would. of all the situations, I guess it's right. the most and private I one. Right. And I think like because I didn't get fired, it was out of that they had respect for me because I brought this guy in a speedo with me on the trip. They're and like boss ass bitch energy. Exactly. So they were like, "Damn, this girl kind of cool." And so I would do Rocky. Interesting. And I would do Rocky. I would do. Uh, I would do Rocky, and I would do Rocky because <laughs> I also wouldn't. I love the Peter Pan ride, and I wouldn't want to get banned from it. <laughs> wow, the, it was the Peter Pan that really... It really, really was. That's, I chose that, that okay. ride on purpose. All right. I mean, yeah. It does sound like a fun time, though, too, but it's... I would pick something that I wouldn't mind getting banned off of. Like, it's a small world. Which That's somebody... so messed up. But somebody has... <laughs> how dare you? Somebody yeah. did do that once, though. They... the did, You heard that story, right? In Small World? In Yeah, Small World. The ride broke down. And so these two people that were in, like, the back row or whatever got bored and they snuck off and started having sex behind On the, the ride? Yes. They oh, snuck God. off and, like, got... And I think they went behind some of the dolls or something. And then they got caught and they were never allowed back onto either It's a Small World oh. or from the Disney park itself. That is... That's a risk. Oh, and a bunch of little kids. Oh, that's messed up. Listen, they had to have their own fun, okay? No, they did not. <laughs> All right. We got another game. Yeah, we do. I'm we excited. We have another game. And we this got one is another. new. This one's called the hat game, even though it's the actually a bag. Game. All right, guys. This is the, the rules. We have each uh, written right. down some names. Five names. Five names. And you hear them. That's the sound of them jiggling in a bag. Jiggling. Jiggling all night. Um... <laughs> um are we're going to we each did five names i kind of wondering do you want to like you want to get mine obviously right i just want to get some i don't care who's anyways we're gonna cast someone's gonna pick out a name yep we're gonna go back and forth and then we're gonna see what the name is and cast it in the part that we think it works and i say what do you think of this we can't go back on our answers no i also want to like do you know what i want to do i want to say like one two three and then say the name so like like, we have to say it at the same time. Oh, that's time. cute. Oh, I like that. Okay. okay. We're Ready? doing this game ourselves at the same time. All right. Ready? There's the first name. Okay. Is this mine? This might yes, be mine. This is yours. Oh, okay. I thought you were picking one and then we were, like, saying the name. No, no. Say yours and then we'll, like... Okay, fine. All right. Ready? Yep. I'm ready. Reveal the name. First name it is... Timothy Shelley. <laughs> this is my own one. I had him, too, in my list. Oh, so if we find him, we'll throw him back it's away. A, no, but so I can cast him in Timothee. one thing. And you cast him in one thing if you get him. Because you're going to get Oh No, no I'm we're saying we're t- the minute we say the name, we both have to say what part we're going to put him oh, in. Oh, my duh. God, folks. She's just joined I'm us today. today. Okay, ready? On the count of three. Okay, wait, let me think. Okay. Okay. Well, 
Okay, fine. Okay, ready? Yep. One, two, three. Brad. <laughs> There's really no other option for him. And he's such a little cutie. He, he is. would be so good in that part. Okay. Here I go. I Here I go. I would it be as Janet. Okay, so I got one of mine. <laughs> oh my god, I love this. Maggie Smith. Oh, ooh, okay. Yep, yep, okay, yep, yep. okay, okay. Oh, wait, 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 let me think. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Mm. Ready? Yep. One, two, three. Columbia. Mary. Oh, <laughs> you give her the tap dancing? Yes, part? she can do it. I know she can. <laughs> tap dancing, Maggie. Yes. Like, wouldn't she be so funny as a narrator yeah, though? Because be. then she would sass the audience. I forgot the narrator was the part. Honestly. Oh, Jesus. But, okay, ready? Okay, this one of mine. Yep. You keep picking yours. <laughs> I keep thinking about ready. Yeah. Danny DeVito. Oh my God. Oh God. <laughs> I died. Okay. 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 Um, okay, okay. Oh. Um. Oh God. All right. I have. It. Well. Okay. I mean. No. Okay. Yeah. I got it. Okay. Right, ready? ready? One, two, three. Riff raff. <laughs> I was literally the same. Okay. I feel like Dr. Scott, no, I want him as Riff Raff because I've died if he had to wear that wig. When you pick a name next time, pick a smaller one. You keep picking yours because they're big. That's yours. I can't feel it. All right. Name. Sutton Foster. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, this one's easy for me. Yeah. Ready? One, two, three. Columbia. (laughs) What were you going to pick? I was going to say Janet. That would be so, like I guess I could see that, but she can tap dance like crazy, and she. I'm um, sorry, Maggie Smith is already in my production. It's just oh as Columbia. Maggie Smith, get Wait, out so of let's here. Wait, see, in my production, I have Danny DeVito, Rip Rap. Okay, it's a good production so far. We're lining it up. All right, all right. I'm trying to pick a different one. Pick a smaller piece. Okay, 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 okay. Ready? Yep. Timothy, Timothy, you're already Brad. You're already Brad. Okay. 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 We have. I know I spelled it wrong. <laughs> I thought it said Robert Penis. <laughs> <laughs> Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Oh Jesus. Okay. Um. Boys got Danny DeVito's riffraff. Danny DeVito. Uh, Robert De Niro. <laughs> oh, she. <laughs> Robert De Niro. Oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, um. Okay. Ready? I gotta remember the guy's name. Um. Are you talking about um, in the wheel? I know, I got it. I got it. You got it? Ready? All right, ready? One, two, three, Eddie. Dr. Scott. Well, that part can be doubled. Yeah, yeah, that's Well, not in my prediction, but it's okay. Oh, my God. No, no, it's my turn to pick a name, not you. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Ready? Mm -hmm. Ted Bundy. (laughs) (laughs) Delaney loves Ted Bundy. I don't love Ted Bundy. You'd be a Bundy-er. No, I wouldn't if it was that guy from maybe. But oh, then. God. He was so cute in that movie. It was a terrible it's movie. Bad. But he was cute. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, Ted, Ted Bundy. Bundy. Okay. Um, uh, um, there's so many guy roles left. Okay. Well. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're like, okay. Okay. okay ready? ready? One, two, three. Magenta. <laughs> Eddie. I like it. Oh, wow. He's going to kill everyone in the show. Okay. Definitely. We can't let him alone with all the cast members. <laughs> all right. Next pick, we have Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. Oh, geez. Okay. okay. 
I'm saving someone for my birthday party, I think. So, okay. Okay, well, I didn't cast this. Oh, okay. Okay, that's a good one. Okay. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Narrator. Alien? Alien? Yeah, aliens at the end that come oh, after wow, him. Oh, wow, you're saving him for that one? Yep, I'm going to save him for that one. Underusing him. But okay. What? Shut <laughs> up. I already put Maggie Smith as my narrator. Uh, true. Lizzo. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Shoot. Oh, God. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Ready? One, two, three. Janet. Right, I knew you were going to put that as that. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of the, the Glee production uh, when Amber Riley did it. Oh, my God. That'd be cool. Okay. And our last one. Is this our last one? Yeah. We have... Cynthia Arrivo. Oh, oh, that would have been good too. That's who I've been Wait. saving for. Okay, so then she. Okay, so Ready? then she is my magenta, and she's my Frankenfurter. Oh, I was waiting she, for her. Oh, wait, that's a kind of cool. That's no, a weird she, ass production, I but literally would be so down for her being Frankenfurter. Oh, look at us! Look I at know. This diverse cast. We, we have. are so <laughs> future forward. And Timothy. Wait, who's Timothy. Oh, he is with Sutton Foster as my Janet. Okay, Nikita. That's really old and young. But that, I mean, we're breaking rules here. It is. Um, hey, if you guys want to um, help us cast this and we'll do this whole thing, get those people on the phone. Okay. Thank what you. people on the phone? Thank you. Like Timothy and all uh, people. Okay, so now we're moving along this spooky train. Moving along. So we are done with the time warp and we are now <laughs> moving to Lizzie the Musical, which Ooh. is about Lizzie Borden. What? I know. That is so crazy. It's a random musical that never made it to Broadway. <laughs> um, and the only reason why I know of it is because it was done at Ray of Light a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And that production was insane. 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 So, insane in the membrane. So, so if, you want to tell us about yeah. it? Yeah. So, if for some reason you don't know what Lizzie Borden is all about, I'm going to, you know. I'm just going to give you a couple little facts, all right? So, it starts off with Lizzie Borden and Emma, our sisters, who lived with their father. Their mother had died a couple years before this incident, and so their father remarried to this other bitch named Abby. Um, They did not like her. It Mm -hmm. was very evident. They always referred to her as Mrs. Borden. They just, like... (laughs) Miss Borden. (laughs) Mrs. Borden. Um, So, the story is... That these two people, Lizzie, (laughs) Abby Borden, the wife, and then Uh their father, William, uh, William Borden? I think his name started with an A. We'll call him Mr. Borden. Mr. Borden. (laughs) Uh, They were both found uh, dead. And not just like a regular dead, like it was like insane dead. (laughs) So Lizzie's stepmother was killed first, according to forensics. Abby was upstairs and facing her killer at the time of the attack. First, the hatchet struck Abby. Hatchet, guys. Struck Abby at the ear, which caused her to turn and collapse face down on the floor. Oh, my God. The assailant then struck her 17 times. Whoa. At the back of the head until she was dead. That, and, (laughs) like, I, like, (laughs) listen, they have to, they're going for rhymes here. Yeah. Then, Andrew's body. The dad, oh, there we go. Andrew, Andrew name was, was found slumped over uh, the couch in the downstairs living room. His position and the fact that his eye, one of his eyeballs had been split in two, suggests that he was attacked while asleep. Like his wife, 
uh, Andrew is bludgeoned with a hatchet-like weapon and struck 10 or 11 times. Now, Lizzie was the only, like, the prime suspect in this, and it was mainly because she, like, her alibi, she was, like, one of those witnesses that was like, I couldn't have done it. I was sewing in the parlor. Wait, no, I was actually, like, in the living room taking nap. I was actually in the barn. No, but I made her it. I was, indulge me, God. Um, I was outside picking some daisies like right. she made so many excuses yeah for why she wasn't like anywhere near the house while the murders were being kept yeah or being done and so like honestly the evidence kind of really points a dirty finger at her she was let off she was not accused she right. did not like get acquitted acquit she was acquitted mm-hmm. for it and like later the wit the uh what are they called the jury yeah said that they felt uncomfortable um <laughs> with convicting, her <laughs> they felt uncomfortable convicting a woman to death oh. so they kind of were like a lot of them thought she did it but they're like oh but she's a woman but this bitch going to come out with <laughs> but i mean like they let her go so why would they come after her okay um but i think there were some other like there were some really mysterious circumstances around yeah. other people some people thought that it was the maid bridget mm-hmm. because she was unhappy with her working conditions mm-hmm. and stuff like that mm-hmm. and there was like cause for her because she was around the house yeah also, the day that they were murdered, it was a really hot day, and apparently people said that she was unhappy because the um, stepmom, Abby, made her go clean the outside windows on a hot day. Bridget was unhappy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she didn't want to do it, so she killed, apparently. Damn, Bridget, you go, girl. I mean, listen. Um, and then also there was a son, apparently, that was uh, an... Uh, but this is like a random theory. It's like he I was I like read that. He was like an unlegitimate son, yeah. and they're like that was his like claim. Yeah. But also, it turns out that Andrew Borden wasn't a nice guy around town. He was kind of a douchebag, and so like uh, Lizzie said multiple times that like she wouldn't be surprised if somebody in the town did it because like everybody hated him. She she like yells out on the court like I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I like, wouldn't be surprised. Like I'll shit. I read a fact. You might have this fact, but uh-huh. did you hear about it that five days before the trial's commencement? There was actually another axe murderer that happened Shut in up. Fall River. Yeah. Okay. So it happened on June 1st. So this time the victim was named Bertha Manchester. <laughs> Bertha. Big Bertha. Who was found hacked to death in her kitchen. Oh my God. And it, they said that the similarities between that one and the Borden's murder were like, like actually so strikingly similar. So like, it's like, what the heck? But then, uh, however, Jose Carrera de Mello, a Portuguese immigrant, was later convicted of the murder. <sighs> So then they're like, okay, so that guy did it, and you know, but it's not weird though. Yeah, that's like, hella weird. How is that? that honestly, that's that too is, close. It's I too still close. Think that might have been something. Um. Also, to kind of, I think this almost damns Bridget a little bit, but Bridget, what? this was like a main thing that like puts Lizzie at the scene of the crime okay. during the thing. The family made Bridget would go to testify to an eerie incident that occurred on the morning of the murders. Ooh. After Andrew returned from a morning walk, his key failed to open the door to the house. Okay. Bridget came to help him, but she also found the door jammed, which caused her to swear. She then heard <laughs> Lizzie laughing at the top of the stairs, but not moving to help. <laughs> gave me goosebumps. <laughs> she goes, that Lizzie was upstairs later became a key piece of evidence in her trial. Mm. A person who walked upstairs would have been able to see abby's body if lizzie was up there she would have known that her stepmom was dead um, but and lizzie and she was al- laughing yes <laughs> but like also that's bridget's word right yeah if you take that out like there was no other one to corroborate yeah um, that's true bridget's story so anyway and also it's very interesting the musical itself takes like like liberty is like everything right. else like in this one we felt fo- the musical focuses on and i love this mm-hmm. the reason why i wanted to do this was because it's 
only four women in this thing. Yeah. Four women. Yeah. And they're so distinct. And so, like, it it shows Lizzie. It shows her sister, Emma. It shows Bridget. And it also shows the neighbor, Alice. Which, when, like, I was... When I was going through these facts, I was like, why is Alice brought up at all? Like, she doesn't seem to, like, have any yeah. part in the story. Until I found out that uh, Alice... So, after this whole situation was going down... Mm-hmm. She, Lizzie and Emma were staying with their um, neighbor, Alice, and Alice came upon Lizzie burning her dress, and she's like, why are you burning your dress, bitch? And she's like, oh, there was an ink stain on it, and it's ruined. So A red ink stain. Boom! Who writes with red ink? But I have to ask this question, because Mm -hmm. I was also doing research. Um, so in the musical, they, they think, they suggest, and in real life, that Lizzie Borden was a lesbian. Yes. Correct? In a musical, they make it seem like, or not make it seem, they do, they yes. make it happen between her and Alice. Yes. They're in a relationship, whatever. They, they make it other. seem more that Alice is the one who's like, in love with a her. lesbian, and then going after Lizzie. Okay, but when I was doing research, they made a movie in 2018 yeah. named Lizzie with Kristen Stewart uh-huh. and Chloe was... Sevigny. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Where she was Lizzie Borden, and Kristen Stewart was, was, the maid. was the maid. So a lot of people actually think that the maid and Lizzie had a thing going on. See, that's why I always thought in the musical that it was the maid that was. Yeah, the no, lesbian. no, no. And but that's, that's why, very important. To but me. that was very interesting that they made Alice the the lesbian in the show, and yeah. and in the musical they. Made Make it uh, very abundant and clear that Lizzie is also being um, sexually right. assaulted by her dad. Um, yeah. So she's a very fragile person. In the musical, I was going to say Emma. Even the, And the whole reason why we haven't talked about Emma, the older sister, is because she was out of the town at the time <laughs> of the murder. She literally was visiting somebody or doing something somewhere else. Yeah. But in the musical, like, I wouldn't put... She looked guilty in the musical to me. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So that means she did it because of the musical. So then... Going off all the things that we've talked about, who would you? Who do you think did it? I mean, like yeah. it's an easy like so, it's easy just to say Lizzie, but I want to like implore you to think beyond the obvious evidence. Here's the thing, I don't I don't believe anyone else did it by themselves besides Lizzie. Do could I believe that Lizzie did it with someone? Yes. Could have been the maid. Lizzie and Bridget. And Bridget. I, I could say that. I'll get behind that. That's actually how they did it in the movie, apparently. Spoiler oh, alert that, that they were the ones God, that Now came. I don't have to watch it. Great. You don't have to watch it, but you can. Um, so, <laughs> I, I don't know. All the facts point to Lizzie. Lizzie. And if it is true that she was being, like, molested or sexually assaulted by but her there's father. No, like, I mean, but I guess they wouldn't really report that stuff back in the day. But there was no, no evidence saying that, like... The right. only thing that we have is the musical decided to lean on that. Which is not a great, <laughs> great place to um, go. Also, fun fact about Lizzie. Mm-hmm. She got caught years later shoplifting. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, um, okay, but not a writer. Seriously, I see you. it does. you're doing that. But before we go on to our question, yeah. um, I want to sing something. You want to sing it? Yeah, I want to sing oh, something. Oh, I think it. Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother 40 wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. In reality, Borden's stepmother suffered 18 or 19 blows. Her father suffered 11 blows. Here's the second verse that is now not well, not well known. Andrew Borden now is dead. Lizzie hit him on the head. Up in heaven he will sing. On the gallows she will swing. 
That was really creepy. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, we had to sing it, right? Um, yes. Okay. And the thing is, is I, so we watched a production of this. <laughs> uh, it was like a student production. It was not well done. No. Um, it but it not. just makes me like, and I'm watching the show. I realize now like how <laughs> well done the Ray of Light production was yeah. because it is so important that each person, because there's only four characters, there's four girls, and it's so important that they understand their function in the show and they understand their character and what they need to do. Yep. Because if they don't, then it just, people will get confused by the story because like it's a rock concert. It's like mm. rock, 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 right. rock. And like there was one part where... Um, Lizzie, and this is just one ex- thing that I just cannot get past because it obsessed me so much. So there's a moment where Lizzie sings a song about basically that night she had been um, sexually assaulted by her dad. And then the next morning, her uh, Lizzie neighbor, Alice, comes over <laughs> and is like, hey, like, you seem upset. Like, what's going on? And Lizzie just, like, confesses. And Alice is just there as a ray of love and support. And in this student production that we saw... Um, while Lizzie was talking, Alice was just, uh, like gyrating, gyrating. She was doing body rolls and like yeah. having a concert and it just it was like weird. really upset me because I'm like, that makes no sense yeah. to anything. And then because then the next song after that is Alice confessing to the audience that she is in love with Lizzie. So it's just like, why was still you gyrating? No, she wasn't gyrating. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, the, it was the production was really d- well done at Ray of Light. Yes. There was none of that. Like, everybody played their roles so bad. Um, my friend Jessica Coker was Emma, and she was a badass bitch. That's yes. a badass bitch role. Like, mm-hmm. she had a poison book. Like, that's what why... What was the song in it? It's like, little sister. Oh, my God. You're a little sister. Like, it was all about little sister. <laughs> little uh, sister. We heard that a lot. Little sister. sister. Yeah, it was good. It was uh, good anyway, uh, I wish there was a, a videotape for you guys to watch of Ray of Light. I, I wouldn't suggest the ones we found on YouTube. Yeah, don't go um, But up. if you do it, like, please do it well. Do not gyrate. Yes, do not gyrate. Anyway, let's go on to question, our okay. big question. So, obviously, Lizzie is a now a little child's rhyme that we sing uh-huh. and stuff like that. So, we decided, <clears throat> which spooky legend <laughs> would you make into a musical and what would be the title song? Okay, so should I go first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I didn't like have like a specific one in mind so I was like I want to look up like ones that are in California like spooky legends right so I found this legend called the ghost of Stowe Lake okay okay so San Francisco Golden Gate Park right is home to one of the city's most famous ghosts I have never even heard this no I I thought it was funny I don't know if it's Stowe or Stowe. I'm just going to say Stowe, though. So, Stowe Lake is said to be haunted by the spirit of a woman who, after attempting to save her child, fell in the water. She drowned in the lake. It's a pretty, you know, like, you've, you've heard that before, right? <laughs> you've heard that, too. Oh, say, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, legend goes, this woman, referred to as the White Lady, I don't know why that makes me laugh so much, wanders the edges of Stowe it's Lake. It's Karen. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she wanders the uh, the edges of Stowe Lake as she searches for a baby. She can even be summoned by visitors. It's said that the most active area is near this like pioneer woman's uh, and children's statue. But this is how you call the ghost. Oh my out, god! Right? Stop. So. You go. If you want her to come to you, go. White lady, white lady, have your baby. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my god! I want to see somebody just by themselves. I want to see somebody out there by themselves. White lady, white lady, I have your baby. I have your baby. So they say if she believes you, uh, the woman will appear and she will ask for her baby back, right? But if you call her and you don't have her baby when she comes, she will drag you into that lake and kill you. Well, because you wasted her time. Exactly. So she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? So here's, um, I thought of a couple numbers that I was going to put in my musical. I'm ready. So I thought, okay, this musical, so you can go before she dies. Like, this is kind of like her story. Like, and then I think near the ending, it would probably be her death. Right, right. So um, the Stow Lake Stomp is going to be a tap (laughs) number. (laughs) It's going to be a tap number, okay? Um, and then one of the main numbers is called White Lady Sings the Blues, <laughs> in reference to um, Billie Holiday. What the hell is this? And <laughs> near the ending, we have I Am the White Lady Reprise. <laughs> and finally, um, Give Me My Baby Back, Bitch. And that's I really want be... the 11 o'clock number, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. So, that's, uh, so it's going to end with Give Me My Baby Back, Bitch. And then it's, um, that's yeah, that's the show. That's the White Lady. <laughs> That's the white lady giving me my I baby mean, musical. I mean, I definitely, you know who I would see going to that show who? every night? Juan Castro. Juan Castro would definitely go see that show. Oh, he would, he would, I think he'll write it with me if he wants. I mean, probably. I had fun with that. That was, that was fun time. See, I like, I like the fact that you found one that was so like weird and like close yeah. to home and stuff like that. I didn't, I went with a more like. Okay, that's cool. Uh, known one. I did Kay. The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. It's Ooh, Halloween. So okay. I just love that. I like that. So like, if you all don't know, it's like, you know, Ichabod Crane sees a headless horseman, freaks out. So, like, the whole story, though, too, is, like, there's, like, a love triangle, too, which, like, yeah. love triangles make the best stuff for musicals. They and do. so, like, I'm, like, that'd be good. So, like, <laughs> but I didn't do, like, oh, God, I hate you. I love your song. Mine's just the Headless Ride would be, like, the, <laughs> the main song. But I said there would also be, like, a love trio song in there somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like Ichabod Crane. Take my name or something Stop. like that. You know, like rhyming. Sh- yeah, but she would take his name. Take no, no, she's a badass. Oh, wow, bitch. look at her go. Take my name. Take bitch. my name, bitch. Um, yeah, so then that would be my musical. Okay. I liked yours a lot better, Thank but you. you know, whatever. That's okay. All right, so Moving for the third musical, my friends, is Beetlejuice. 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 Because I'm dumb. Just kidding. Yeah. So, guys, so this was because we didn't do The Lady in Black. We were like, we need to think of something really fast. So we were like, you know what? Um, let's do Beetlejuice. Yep. Why not? Yep. So we watched um, Beetlejuice. We watched a bootleg. So online. don't tell anyone. We did watch a bootleg, and then let's just talk about the main plot. Because Delaney, why don't you explain the main plot yeah. from the original movie? Yes. Yeah. So uh, which then, is Delaney's? Yes, it came out in 1988. Beetlejuice was like, I love that movie. It's one of my favorites. It has my queen in it. Yes, Winona, Winona Ryder. Ryder. I love her. Um, so basically, Winona as Lydia, she comes in with her family to this new house after the original owners. Um, they have died. They just realized they died. They meet Beetlejuice, and he's like, you know what? Like, let me help you. I'll be your friend and fix all this. Yeah. And they're like, eh, you're kind of freaky, but we'll see what happens. So Lydia comes into the house, and her family, like, they kind of ignore her all the time. Yeah. They're trying to fix up the house, and they're trying to change everything. And so she meets with the ghosts, Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis. And she becomes friends with them. And then she also meets Michael Keaton, who is Beetlejuice. I'm Batman. And, you know, they go into the netherworld and they, like, have all these things. He's like, marry me. And she's like, no. And then there's just, you know, a bunch of 
antics that dun, go on. Dun, it's, dun, it's, it's, a, it's a great movie. And yes, great um, music. Music as well. Dale. Dale. Great number. That's probably one of the most iconic numbers oh, in for sure. any movie ever. So the musical the musical made Megan, some changes is, is some different changes. Yes. You want to yes. say a couple so, of them? So let's just say a couple changes, right? Yes. So they obviously create more of like the, the two characters, the genie, mm-hmm. like the married couple that died. They make them very nerdy and book smart yep. and very, it was Rob McClure and Carrie hey, Butler, Butler. Mm-hmm. very nerdy eight type people that yeah. kind of like were living a boring life. Yeah. They fell through the um, floor in yep. their house mm-hmm. and then they realized pretty quickly that they were dead. They were dead. Um, and then in comes the Lydia family, which is now her dad and her her life coach. Yeah. So uh, the mom in this one has died previous years later. Yep. Lydia seems to have turned to the goth side because of her mom's death is what it seems right, like. Right, So, like, she's not a creepy kid. She's just, like, obsessed with death because of her mom. Yeah. Um, And her dad is freaked out by this new change, so he hired a life coach for her. Yeah. Which they're also, like, having a sex on the side. Right. They're having this little affair. Little thing. That she doesn't know about. And, I mean, like, it kind of follows the same, but not really. Like, yeah, it just it honestly, was, I felt like it was a different show in some well, parts. Because it is, yeah, it definitely the plot's is. different, definitely. But um, we got to talk about really quick, Alex Brightman. Okay, so yeah, Alex was the bright star on this whole production. I honestly don't understand how he didn't win the Tony for this. I know that my other husband, Santino Fontana, won the the Tony for Tootsie that year, Mm -hmm. but if you ever watch a live production, like, if you ever watch a bootleg of Alex Brightman, um, he's incredible. Yes. Like, he was insane. Like, he was so... I want to be Beetlejuice (laughs) because of what the work that he did in that show, because, like, he was, like... Also, it was exhausting. Yeah. Because he was, like, going a thousand miles a minute, and yeah. he was so quick on his jokes. Like, I oh feel like gosh. he was, like, riffing on things. Improv, like, I'm sure there was. It was, but it was just so good. And the fact that he was, like, he had the, he had what Michael Keaton started, right? It's, like, yeah. where it's, like, he's this creepy guy who, like, makes funny jokes, but then, like, there's, like, he would turn kind of nasty sometimes <laughs> and, like, a villain, but mm-hmm. on the drop of a hat, and then yeah. he'd be your best friend a second later. Right. Like, Alex was just so good at that. All while using this really crazy voice, voice. and singing with it, yes. which is already like really hard to do as a performer for that many times a yeah. week. So, you know what? We praise we, you. We we praise you, Alex, man. Like that was insane. It was amazing. The was lights really amazing. were also incredible in that show yeah. and the special effects. They got yeah. the giant Beetlejuice snake, snake thing in there. Yeah, it was awesome. So obviously, obviously, that's like a creepy little musical movie. Yeah. So we're like, you know what? Let's have fun. It was a, it was a fun time. But we have to ask this question. Oh, we're so ready. Because, so in the movie, they die when they're going on the way to town to get something. They die, the bridge collapse, and that's how they die. Now, they're going to change it, which is a kind of a random funny way to die they change it in the musical like you said they just fall through Through the floorboards yeah through the floorboards very random very random so megan yes i'll go first (laughs) if you were to die in Uh a really random scenario yep what would it be so and who would you want so the most realistic that i could come up with okay is i would most likely die from food poisoning at taco bell (laughs) um because i eat taco bell all the time it's my main bitch um so i'd probably die from food poisoning from taco bell and uh and i was thinking about who i would haunt and i'm like would i haunt a celebrity okay would i haunt like whatever yeah and uh i just went back to 
civil uh, sibling rivalry, to be honest with you. I would haunt my sister. What? Because my sister was an obnoxious little child when she was little, and she Whoa. made my life hell. And so I would mess with her so bad. And Damn. it would give me so much joy. Okay. Sorry, Courtney. Deal with Damn, it. Courtney, your sister's a hell of mean. Oh, my God. Don't I feel sorry for you. I'll haunt you, too, then. Um, <laughs> you would probably would. Okay, so I kind of had a backstory. Like, I cannot wait okay, for this, Okay, so this guys. is, like, if I died in the future and I was, like, famous for some reason. Of course. There you go. <laughs> okay, ready? Yeah. So this is the plot line to this beginning of the day I died. Right. So I'm invited to sing I Put a Spell on You at a party in New York City. Love it. Love it. Already painting the <laughs> This is the for scene. Halloween. Yep. I'm dressed as a flapper. I, I kill the song, I rock it, yep. I drink, I party a little, I dance. A waiter comes up to me and says, Delaney, do you want to try our special butter cake? I said, And he says, it's homemade. And I say, yes, yes, please. I go and take the cake. I take a bite. Also, this is Harry Styles' party. Harry Styles comes up to me. He goes, oh, Delaney, I see you uh, tried some of our nutter cake. I said, nutter cake? He's, I thought he said butter cake. you're allergic to peanuts. Uh, but even before I get to say anything, um, you die. I die. Yeah, and, from anaphylactic shock. And then I wake up, and I'm dead, and so obviously I'm going to ha- haunt Harry Styles because he killed me, basically, with his yeah. cake. Or I'm going to haunt Aaron um, to be, and I'm going to say, listen to our podcast. Because because I we talk about you and creme brulee. Okay, <laughs> hey, listen to Moulin Rouge. Um, so yeah, that's how I'm dying. Wow. Isn't I love that, that though. Isn't that great? Not a cake. I thought he said butter cake. <laughs> Done. Classic Delaney. Classic. But a boop. Well, guys, guess what time it is? Ooh, let's go. <gasps> it's the fire round. Uh, it's so hot. Okay. Wow. That was really enthusiastic there, Delaney. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, you have to describe this first yes. question because you made it up, and I'm like, how did you think of these things? So. Uh, yes, this next this question I have created, and uh, you know it's one of our typical weird details yep. one. All yep. right, so would you rather be a vampire, <laughs> where you are constantly cutting your lips with your fangs? Because you know what, they are Hell. sharp, right? And you're not used to them, and it's just kind of okay. awkward, and you're just cutting your bottom lip all the time. Um, you also just can't eat garlic anymore. You know, you're a vampire yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But guess what? What? You have a killer wardrobe as a vampire. Like, like, just, just on point. Because somehow, like. it's, like, just always provided for you. You don't have to yeah, for it. Yeah, because, like, okay. the thing is, is, like, when you turned into a vampire, you became a part of a coven. They're hella loaded because they've been alive That's forever. True. Yeah. And so, like, with that, they just, like, have impeccable taste. Like, okay. ha- show me a movie where they, where the vampires weren't stylish it's as true. F, it's You know true. what I mean? So, like, that's the life you're living. Okay. Uh, or would you be a werewolf? Mm-hmm. Problems are you get hair everywhere. Like, uh, you shed, like, you're constantly dog. finding it. And you also have a saliva issue, a.k.a. you're drooling all the time. Even when you're in human form, you just, like, overly salivate. Yeah. You know mm, what I mean? You're yeah. like a spitter. Oh, it's not great. Okay. But you got superhuman strength. So, like, you okay. know, if you need to, like, move furniture, pick up a couch by yourself. Like, you right. know, if your car was badly parked and you don't want to get in and move it, you just pick up the car and move it to the next okay. spot. Right? Okay. Um, and the last one, or would you rather be a witch... <laughs> which on this one you would have a large triple nipple okay. <laughs> nipple okay. that is large and that is a source of your magic so you can't remove it oh um 
and you would also have an enlarged hook nose. Uh, but you get to fly, and you've got powers. Ooh, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, that's pretty awesome. Okay. You're living your best life. So, I am going to go first for what I picked for okay, you. Okay, go ahead. So, I think that Delaney's going to pick Vampire. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Because of the, the fact that, you know, you're a very stylish young lady. I also think that you would live the vampire life very well. Okay. Uh, but that's my choice for you, Delaney. So I get why you picked it. I really do. And that was going to be my pick, but listen to my reason, okay? I'm ready. I just think I love vampires because they're like the sexiest creatures. Yeah, they are. But I just can't imagine a vampire that's always biting the lips lips and having like chapped lips all the time. They'd be very sexy. (laughs) So um, I'm actually picking uh, the witch. Wow! I know, because I think I still could have a good style as a witch. Yeah, you can. You just have to go buy it yourself. And, and I chop, do like garlic, I mean. too, so... Alright. It's hard, but I get it. Don't kiss her, folks. I get it. Hey. <laughs> okay, so for you, Megan, I was actually having a hard time with this. Um, I... Uh, okay, I'm gonna say you would want to be the witch simply because you would want to fly. God, that is so on point. That's on point. <laughs> that's that's literally yes, because that was the thing. I was like, I was trying to figure. I'm like, oh god, what do I want? I was like, fucking, I want to fly. Oh, bitch. I knew it. And also, um, I have a lot of experience with having a weird ass nose. I was ridiculed in middle school what? for having a big nose. You do not have a big nose. Thank that's you very crazy. much. It makes me happy now. Um, but like, so having a hooked nose, I could totally rock it. And we've got all these like contour things. I can figure it and out. And like, um, I mean, you can make a love potion too if you really needed it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to use a love potion to you find wouldn't? love. No, would you? Oh yeah, I would use it. Oh. <laughs> Harry Styles, watch out. Don't drink or eat anything that she gives you. I'm a ghost and I'm going to give him a potion. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm this getting, last one. getting getting this. So. Dang, you All are. Right. I like that you knew exactly the reason I why, though, the flying thing. I know. So this last question. This one is fun. It's fun it's and fun, it's also it's very difficult. It is, it is hard. So we are throwing a death party. Woo! Monster mash. We do the monster mash. Mm-hmm. Um, so the question is that we have to guess for each other, which I will say is very hard. Hard. It is very hard. We have to guess who would be your entertainment. Who is singing at your death party? They have to be dead, obviously. Yeah, everyone has to be dead. <laughs> uh, who would be singing at your soiree? Okay. Okay. Who would your guest of honor be? Mm-hmm. Like, who are you hanging out with the whole night? Yep. Who is, like, the main attraction for you? Yeah. And then also, where is this happening? What is the location? Yeah. Where? What is the situation that we're in right, right now, right? right. Okay. So okay, so I went first, so you get to I'll go, go first. I'll go first, of course. Make me on the spot. <laughs> you got the fly question right. I'm, I have I faith in you. I don't know. This one's so hard. Okay, so I'm going to start with your um, location first. Okay. Okay, so you're going to pick a crumbling castle in Ireland. Specifically like Bla- Blarney. Blarney Castle. Oh, look at you. Um, because I know you love Ireland, and I just feel like that would be a cool, creepy place to have a death party. For sure. I love okay? it. Okay. Okay, Ugh. so like guest of honor, this is really hard. We might have the same answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Um, okay, I don't we, think we will. Okay, maybe not. We both love River Phoenix. We do love River Phoenix. Okay, maybe we don't. Have the, maybe we won't have the same answer. Um, so I'm gonna put him as your guest of honor okay. because I think you would have a lovely conversation. We both love him in dogfight. You know, rest in peace, River. You were amazing talent. Gone way too soon. And I just think he, you know, be a great time. There. Okay, love him. All right, music once again, super hard <laughs> because Megan doesn't talk about music that much. Although apparently she does like Backstreet Boys. 
I like oh, no, better. think better Jesus for Christ. Lance Best. <laughs> just to tell everyone. <laughs> Why are you trying to call me out on my bag hang? Anyways, situation? but since Lance is still alive, yes. I'm going to give you. This would be a, a, a amazing time. I'm going to give you Freddie Mercury. Oh my God! I would. Wouldn't that be fun though? I would absolutely love that. Like in a big old castle, yes. I'm just like ah, singing like that. Oh my we God! Will, and he's also will. like even like when he's not singing, he'd probably be a hoot to have at the party. Oh my God! For sure, That's a win. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a good party for it you, right? Sounds like a great party. Okay, I'm cool. blasting. The only thing is, uh, I did not pick River Phoenix, although I Woo! do want him there. Okay. But I wanted actually like James Dean. Like I know that sounds. I know you don't. I know you think that's random, but a it little. isn't random for me. Okay. Um, or Marlon Brando. But, like, Marlon Brando, oh. when he was in, like, the peak yeah, of his career, when he had that, yeah. I was obsessed with Marlon Brando for the longest time cute. until I realized that he was a misogynistic asshole. Well, yeah. You can't win them all. You um, can, you okay. okay. Delaney. Okay. So, Death Party. <laughs> Your entertainment, and I went between this because you're just, like, Eve... You're so stylish, but like, so the thing is, like, entertainment was hard for me because, like, you do like, like, music is important to you. And do you love like music? So I was going between Billie Holiday or Frank Sinatra. Ooh, okay. Who would you okay. have picked? I would have probably picked. Um, wait, you're already just gonna ask me? Or I'm gonna finish. <laughs> fine, story? I guess. Oh, fine. No, I'll, like, but I do like both. Okay. Well, it goes with my theme. That's so funny mm-hmm. that I said Lady Day sings the blues. Like I know when you said weird. that, and you're like, you know, Billie Holiday, and I was like, Ew. oh my god, maybe I'm right. That's creepy. Um. So, but I literally everything kind of goes into the theme that I'm weaving into these Kay. people that I picked. Okay. So your guest now. I said, "Whatever." He's looking at us, guys. Um, now I said, "Right." I River Phoenix was someone I knew you would want. I definitely there. want him there. Yeah, but I also put as your guest of honor Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. yeah. Yep, because you love Audrey Hepburn with good reason. She's I do. amazing. Yeah, and Audrey fits into my like little theme that I'm doing oh, here. Oh, okay. I like and that. so then the location would be like a French underground cafe club that had been like de- like deserted and like lost oh. like because maybe like the bombings had closed a tunnel to it okay um and like we're that. giving like a 30s 40s style in there um just because i think that, that would just go with the whole like energy yeah. that i'm putting in for this death party i just think it would be a great time i really like that okay thanks so who what did you say um okay so the thing i just came up with wait did you give your answer of what you would have done did you think of one for yourself yeah, I did. Oh, did we talk about it? I said that I... You didn't say it. Oops, Anyways, we'll go back. We'll go back. <laughs> so for mine, I said I would want the location. Yours is actually better. I like yours. Um, I said I was going to do it in the Stanley Hotel in Colorado where The Shining was filmed. Oh. Just because there is a creepy vibe and yep. any ghosts that wants to come to my party, they can come. It's um, a death party, so like, And Audrey nice. Hepburn, River Phoenix, great. They were on my list as well. I would probably say love your... I'm ideas ready. and I would take them Frank Sinatra and Billie Holiday I think I would do like um, Prince though as like or like even uh, Freddie Mercury yeah. I was thinking or David Bowie too like just all of them there to sing for me oh my god yeah that would be fun though. that would be fun um, so for mine, okay, I actually picked Michael Jackson because um, <laughs> my entertainment. Yeah, because, I get like, it. He has so many like he does. songs that you just can't help dancing to. I yeah. would bust out the Thriller dance. Yeah. We all know I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Thriller. Um, 
And then for my location, I was thinking actually a castle of some sort. I didn't name Ireland, mm. but I was thinking like Scotland area because, yes. you know, they're creepy AF. They are. And then we've already revealed my guy was either Marlon Brando or James Dean. Okay. Yeah. Just because I'd probably hook up with them in this stuff. I mean, you. you're a ghost, so it's fine. You know, anything you say goes and you can't get any diseases because you're dead. And that's Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Halloween. We do the monster mash. Guys, we hope you have a lovely Halloween. Have an amazing Halloween. I believe the the Friday we're going to post this is going to be the day, actually, before Halloween. Halloween or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So... And we also didn't talk about some other spooky musicals like Sweeney Todd or Carrie. And the reason why is because our friend Juan is cooing a concert, which would have been the day before. before. But if you didn't happen to catch it, please check it out. Miss Delaney Corbett is performing in the Carrie musical. She's being the bitch Chris. Yes. The world according to Chris. Yeah, it's going to be great. So come join us for that. And the week after, we are going to be talking about... We tell the story, life is why. <laughs> uh, if you don't know what she was singing there, uh, Once on this Island. Once on this Island. Uh, It'll be a great time. Thanks so for join joining us. us, guys. Yeah. Bye. Happy Halloween. Hey. <laughs>